It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down the cobblestones. Looking for fun and feeling groovy. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavis, licensed nutritionist, and I thank each of you for listening today. For this next hour, I want to bring to you an awareness of a new way or a new approach to thinking about low moods, depression, anxiety, (coughs) addiction, compulsive eating, you know, those obsessive focus on your body, you know, the obsessive focus on body image, low self-esteem, and even anger. For many of you, you are experience, if you are experiencing any of these brain problems, you immediately consider finding a good psychologist to talk over your past or current stressors. You know, we believe that there is much more to the treatment of low moods, anxiety, and, and obsessive thoughts than talk therapy. Now you might think, okay, well, if it isn't talk therapy, maybe I need medication. Well, maybe an antidepressant or an anti-anxiety medication to change my brain chemistry would be the answer for me. Well, again, we believe that there is a better answer to most of these brain problems. You might guess we're going to talk about foods to boost your moods, and we're going to talk about nutrition and even foods that you may need to eliminate to reduce stress on your brain. So... That's a kind of new thought for a lot of people. Foods, hmm, nutrition, hmm, very interesting. And so joining me in this great conversation today is our co-host, Wendy Cates Dancer. And you know, Wendy is a registered nurse. She's a nutrition counselor and educator. And Wendy, you know, you worked as a nurse and you worked in many hospital psych units. I did. It was my passion and a big part of my career is working in uh, with in psychiatry. So, was nutrition ever part of the treatment plan? No. No. No, unfortunately not. It was medications and, uh, you, I mean, I've been, way, I mean, we go way back to confrontation <laughs> groups and, you know, but my, part of my big job was to run a, a group where I tried to get people to take their medications, mm-hmm. you know, medications that gave them you know, many side effects that were just as bad as the disease themselves, you know. So it was people didn't feel good when they took these medications, so they didn't take them. So it's even even today when everyone knows, well, I think everyone knows that your brain is made out of nutrients. And oh, all I don't think very many people know that. Really? <laughs> okay. If we did, we'd be feeding ourselves differently. <laughs> Okay. Don't you think? I don't think you. You know, we we've dissociated from our body parts. You know, it's the, you think that you know it's all about your stomach, and that's as far as it goes. Okay. Okay. Well, then I'm naive. <laughs> but, but we want to know. We want people to know that our brain. Needs. And I think that's a new thought. You don't think so, but I think that's a new thought for people: is that your brain is all about nutrients. So mm-hmm. what you're putting in your mouth is going all the way up to your brain. Yes! Absolutely. (laughs) Yes, everyone! Absolutely. (laughs) 
Well, I bet, Wendy, if you were to go into a hospital setting right now. Yes. And be a nurse. Dar, why would I want to do that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you would probably. <laughs> and try to talk to them about nutrition. Is yeah. that where you're going with this? Uh, would you find it any change than it was back no. in, say, no. you know, the 80s or whenever you were working in? No. They're still doing. They're, I talk to nurses that because I, I still have friends in psychiatry. They're still doing uh, shock therapy. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, so instead of giving people broccoli and protein and a lot of the things we're going to be talking about today, we put electrodes on their head and shock their brain. Okay. Lots of nutrients in that treatment. (laughs) Not. (laughs) So also joining us today as we explore the role of nutrition that it plays in the health of your brain is Kate Crosby. Kate is a nutrition counselor and educator, and she sees... Clients primarily at our Lakeville office. So welcome, Kate. And, you know, you wrote an article, and it's on our website, weightandwellness.com, and it's called Lift, Mood Lifting Foods. So I want <laughs> yes. you to just read that first paragraph of your article. Would you do that? Certainly. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> Hi, Kate. How are y'all? We're good. You know, we, good. We all, you know, when people are first or second time on the show, they're always a little nervous. You know, it took me you two bet. or three years, but now, so we're just making it a little easier here for Kate this great. morning. Thank are you. we, Kate? Are oh, we, Kate? Much easier. Oh, okay, much great. Easier. Let's get rolling. <laughs> well, let me read you the beginning of this article. The article, again, is called Mood Lifting Foods. And this is how it begins. You may think that the secret to lifting your moods is to indulge in that ice cream sundae. But as a nutritional consultant, I really know that the true secret lies in eating mood-enhancing foods. Many foods and nutrients affect our moods. But protein is one of the most important because it boosts our brain chemicals. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Boosts our brain brain chemicals. chemicals. What do you think those are? (laughs) (laughs) And we know that low moods, anxiety, hating your body, lack of self-esteem, or low motivation are all signs of a brain that lacks the right kind of nutrients and the correct amount of nutrition. We know that. We do. Mm-hmm. Yep. To even realize that you lack motivation or can't <clears throat> stand your body is actually a nutrition problem. That's really a progressive thought. It is. And I think it goes back to what we were talking about, just, you know, have they changed treatments in hospitals? Yeah. Mm-hmm. To think that lack of motivation or even the fact that you don't like your body. Mm-hmm. Or can't get out of bed or can't get out of, uh, uh, you know, I mean, we... Going from A to you know, B. What, right, day. what they call a, canat- a catatonic state, which is, um, and this is one of the places where they use the shock therapy because, uh, you know, they really don't know any better. And I don't want to knock shock therapy because it, you know, might be very important for some people if it's a life threatening condition, you know, like (laughs) catatonic where they won't eat or do anything. They just, uh, uh, right. Not, they're absolutely not responsive, but, Mm -hmm. but it, we need to just keep talking about this fact that this is uh, a nutrition problem. problem. Yep. It's a nutrition deficiency. If our brain isn't working, it's not a Prozac or a Zoloft or a Celexa deficiency. 
It's a nutrition deficiency. So this is when, you know, when I'm teaching about foods and moods in our weight and wellness series, and uh, that's what that was our class this week. Okay. My favorite class. And we have a great time looking at this. And I just see light bulbs going off off in uh, people's brains uh, because they're truly amazed at what how we can intervene on things that we think aren't connected absolutely you see so they think that lack of self esteem and most people do uh is that's you know that something went wrong in our childhood our parents and we blame it on our parents mm-hmm. right yeah. Yeah. spend oh, years yeah. <laughs> in psychotherapy <laughs> trying to fix our parents and we all know how well that works <laughs> So, you know, to to actually, which is the beauty of what you did, Dar, you know, 12 years ago when you walked into our assisted living facility in Roseville and helped us with a client that even the psychiatric community, the medical community, everyone had given up on because we didn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And this lady had uh, severe illness for many years. She had schizophrenia since she was a teenager. She had obsessive compulsive disorder. And when you came to see us, she was dying of an eating disorder. Mm-hmm. And she was 76 years old. And in less than a month, with brain nutrition, mm. we turned her life around. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Food? Do you remember that? Oh, yes, I do. Food did it? Food, Food did it. Wow. And she was on six uh, meds. Psychotropic medications yes. and had been in and out of the hospital four times in the last year mm. when Dar came in. Well, and you know, in that, that series, the Weight and Wellness series where you talk about um, food and mood, you know, what we tell them really, it's a, it's a lack of protein that it helps get your mood back in order. In, in my article, Mood Lifting Foods, I say that it's the protein in chicken and eggs, fish, those are the proteins that are going to provide you with those building blocks for making the critical brain chemicals like serotonin, dopamine. Those are so crucial. You know, even on a personal level, when I am under a lot of stress, and I think we all are today. Mm-hmm. I mean, we work a lot. We just do a lot. And so people tend to be under more stress than they used to be. I'm sure I'm under a lot more stress than my mother used to be. Mm -hmm. And I find that what my snacks are, are more protein snacks than ever before. Because right now, as life goes on, I find that I'm actually needing a little bit more protein than ever before. So, and I know that... You know, we've got some brain chemicals. Oh, we've got time to maybe we'll go into that in a short time. Yes, we will, because it is time to take a break. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. We often get questions about how much omega-3 fish oil should we be taking. The American Heart Association suggests 1,000 milligrams of EPA DHA for those who have risk factors for heart disease. The American Psychiatric Association recommends 1,000 milligrams for individuals with mood disorders. If you have questions today about the food mood connection, we'd love you to, uh, for you to join our conversation. Give us a call at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with Dishing Up Nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition has listeners in San Francisco, Miami, International Falls, and Billings, Montana. 
Whether you live in the Twin Cities or across the country, Nutritional Guidance is as close as your phone. Nutritional Weight and Wellness offers phone consultations for people at a distance or too busy for office appointments. Would you like to increase your energy, lower cholesterol, or resolve digestive problems? Here's how phone consultations work. First, complete a health history. Next, discuss your health goals with a nutritionist. Then she creates an eating plan for your biochemistry and lifestyle. You make the time, and Nutritional Weight and Wellness provides the plan and support. Make the call from the privacy of your home or office and get nutrition expertise from the people you trust. For information, call Nutritional Weight and Wellness at 651-699-3438. Outside the Twin Cities, call 888-805-8954, toll free. Or go to weightandwellness.com. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, before break, Wendy was sharing recommendations for omega-3 fish oil. If you are experiencing inflammation, then you may need about 3,000 milligrams of omega-3. You know, the American Heart Association said 1,000 if you have heart problems. American Psychiatric, uh, probably a couple, wasn't it a couple of thousand? 1,000. 1,000 also. And, but some research can that is looking at omega-3s and bipolar, they put their recommendations at much higher, 6,000 to 9,000 milligrams a day. So obviously it's important. So here's Let's some ideas. Let's put that into food. Yes. Uh-huh. If you eat a half a can of sardines, you get 1,000 milligrams of omega-3. If you eat a, one and a half cans of sardines, you get 3,000, and there goes your inflammation. So... Eat your sardines or take a good quality omega-3s. And I personally will take my omega-3s. You're not going to eat the <laughs> no sardines? sardines for you? <laughs> yeah. So I also want to mention a health fair that's going to take place this Wednesday in downtown St. Paul. It's uh, at the Landmark Center. So anyone that's in that area, they can stop in and say hello. Kristen Gunderson, our nutrition educator, will be there. And she'll talk about real fats and man-made fats. And she loves to talk about real fats and she man-made does. fats. Yes. Pretty so important just, stuff. Yep. And it's a great um, health fair. Very nice. Good. And it's free. All right. Yeah. You know, before we uh, went on break, I was talking about my article, Mood Lifting Foods, which, by the way, you can find on our website. Um, we were talking about protein, how important protein is in building these brain chemicals like serotonin and dopamine. And I think a lot of people have heard of serotonin. And now, how do you make it? You know, serotonin is made from animal protein. So it really works the best if you take and combine some meat or fish with a vegetable carbohydrate. So a great serotonin building lunch would be a large salad, Lots of vegetables, four ounces of chicken or salmon, and some nice olive oil vinegar dressing with some avocado slices. Doesn't that sound great? Sounds great. That sounds great. And that's what I love about what we do. We, you know, we tell people what to eat. We give them recipes. You mm-hmm. know, go to the website, get, get Kate's great article on lifting your mood, yeah. and get, pick up some recipes. Weightandwellness.com, a wealth of wonderful information for feeding your brain. But don't just just have people stop and think about this a minute because serotonin, you know, I don't think most people realize that you can make serotonin 
from the food that you eat. Yes. No. And I just, it's just a no. new concept. And just something that we would love to eat, you know, a great salad with lots of nice dressing and avocados and salmon. And olive oil. Yeah. Uh, it's I mean, it's you know, ta- real food that tastes good. So, so why do we need serotonin? Yes. Hmm. 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 Actually, for many reasons, serotonin gives us that feeling of calmness, being relaxed, happy. Doesn't everyone out there want to be happy? Yes. And it is a natural antidepressant. It's actually the neurotransmitter that uh, most all of the antidepressants are uh, affecting. Affecting. Uh, Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So not in a bottle, but in a piece of chicken or turkey or walleye, basically any animal protein. If we have sufficient serotonin, we don't hate our bodies. We are not angry all the time. We consider other people's feelings and certainly don't have road rage or the big thing in the news now, bullying. bullying. Yes. Bullying. So, Wendy, should we take a couple of callers now? Sure. Okay. Why not? Terry, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Hi. Hi there. Hi. Welcome. Did you have a question for us? I did because I'm a vegetarian and I'm also allergic to legumes. Yep. So I don't necessarily know how to get the protein. Well, I think, and I don't know if you're experiencing any low moods or kind of anxiety, but a lot of people that we see that come in that are vegetarians do come because they are experiencing low moods. And their yeah, energy. I have very low moods. Like I'm diagnosed with major depression, and okay. I'm going through a DBT program. Okay, so. so then you have to step back and really question the reason that you're a vegetarian, because biochemically it may not make sense for your body. So that's one thing to think about. But if you say, okay, well, I'm still going to be vegetarian, then you have to look at you have to do eggs, you know, and I would recommend doing, um, uh, you know, organic or free-range eggs because they have more nutrients in them. And you probably need to do several eggs during the day. You need to do maybe some cottage cheese if you're not allergic to dairy products. You certainly need to add some whey protein powder into your mix several times a day because that ends up making the neurotransmitter serotonin and dopamine. It, It breaks down into amino acids. So do you maybe, some vegetarians eat fish. Do you eat fish? If my doctor tells me to, then Okay, well, you know, then maybe for lunch you add salmon, tuna, walleye, and have that. So for breakfast you'd have a couple of eggs. Maybe for a snack you'd have a little whey protein powder with some fruit. And then for lunch you would have salmon and a salad. And then for afternoon you'd have some cottage cheese and then maybe for dinner, you can just do a vegetarian meal without a big, big problem. Because during the day, you've gotten all the things that build your neurotransmitters. How does that sound? It sounds doable. Yep. Good. And, you know, make a, you know another thing is, you know, sometimes people need help doing this, especially if, if you're, you're making changes. So, you know, make an appointment with us, one of us, because we can help you just fine-tune that and individualize it so that you're getting the nutrients that you need for your brain chemistry so that you can actually fight this depression. Okay, because 
I'm not a very good vegetarian either. I eat lots of uh, starch and carbohydrates. And that's that, a lot of the stuff. That, well, that, that's what well, Terry. You're not alone. That's what we find uh, with a lot of people is that it, they don't take the time to do the food combining that's necessary and end up eating. Um, just carbs that do not give your brain any nutrients at all. In fact, it's a negative for your brain. And often it will unbalance your blood sugar, which will cause more anxiety and depression for you. So it's really important that you, you figure out a way to get more protein in or balance that protein so that you can at least balance your blood sugar. That'll help you on the way to a better mood. You know, Terry, we really appreciate the call this morning because I think a lot of people are doing the same thing that you're doing and they're experiencing these low moods, and they think, well, gosh, I'm a vegetarian. I should be feeling great. But it it yeah. uh, it isn't true. So thank you this morning. Okay, thank you. All right. Okay. Bye. So another caller? Yes. Okay. Annie? Yes? Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Oh, hi. Hi. Did I, you have a question for us? I do, but, boy, that last caller actually helped quite a bit. Oh, okay, <laughs> oh, good. Um, but my mom is 83 years old. Uh-huh. And um, she's slipping quite a bit mentally, and she's also really, really tired. And her diet is just terrible. I don't live with her. She lives down in Rochester. Uh-huh. Yes. And so every time we go down there, we try to, you know, and both my sister and I are big fans of your program, and we try to, you know, enforce some, you know, you know, rules and regulations on what she should eat. But, of course, we leave, and then she goes back to her old way. <laughs> which and is this toast. Do, which I know isn't very good, is she takes, it takes an Activia and an Ensure every morning, which has protein, but it also has all that other crap in it. That's right. It does. <laughs> Lots and of sugar. we try to tell her that. And I learned from your program a long time ago about the J-Rob protein powders. Mm-hmm. And I switched to egg white because I wanted to get protein in the morning. Okay. And I was thinking about buying her some of that and bringing it down this week. Sure. But now mm. I just heard you talk about the whey protein and how that also helps with the serotonin. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And what I do think, you think it would be better for tastier. my mom, um, the egg white or the whey. I would go with the whey. Yeah. I would definitely. I would too. I would definitely she go. Get a lot of uh, animal protein in her diet. Yeah. Yeah. But mm-hmm. how does the whey help that? I always figured that animal protein was more important in the morning. Well, no. Now, whey is from dairy, so it is from an animal. Oh, it is. I thought it was from a uh, grain. No, 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 Mm-mm. no, no. Oh, that's a great question. Yep, clears yeah. it up. No, it is not a soy or any kind of you know grain. It is from dairy, and it's the protein, one of the proteins in dairy products. Okay. And it does make neurotransmitters. There's been lots many and lots studies. Of, yes, yep. studies done on that. It's a great source of making serotonin. So do you think even my, my own personal, I should, I should switch from egg, pro, what, egg white to whey protein? Because I also have some depression issues. Yep, try mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. It, so if I just mix that with some milk for her and have her do that every morning, do you think sure. that would help her a little bit? Yep. Yep. Don't yep. we have a recipe on the website for sure. the yep. serotonin Sunday? Or a, oh, you do? Yeah, we actually, we actually have a recipe called serotonin Sunday. And we have a recipe called Protein Shake. Those okay. two would be the ones that you'd uh, need, Annie. To... So they're on your website, and I could just print them off and bring them down to her? Yes, you sure. could. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. And Wonderful. if they're well, not... the only question. I, I mean, I have a ton, but I'm not going to take your time. So. Okay. Well, um, great question, and I think this is happening to a lot of people. I can remember my mother got into kind of that kind of eating, too, and um, thinking that maybe she shouldn't have an egg because they all might raise her cholesterol, you mm-hmm. know, and all those things. And then we'd just have a piece of toast with the, and then margarine. Margarine, yes. Yeah, and, well, luckily, my mom is a believer in butter, so good. We'll pass that step, but. Good. <laughs> but, pe- you know, the people, they get into this, and they just don't want to even cook it, anything. So no, I think anything. these, this, uh, the shake might be a good solution for her. 
wonderful. Well, thank you. You've it's a lot very, better. Very Listen, it's a lot better than the Ensure and, oh, and the X. Yeah. And Activia, it's just gross. And, and, but, you know, she likes it, so she's eating something, so I don't do too much about it. That's right. And the protein shakes, she'll love it. And, they, and the serotonin sundae, they actually taste good. Super. And is that under, like, recipes on your website? Yes. Excellent. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you, Annie. Thanks Have so much for the call. Okay. And it's time already to take a break. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Since this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, researchers have found omega-3, DHA, extended the lives of women with breast cancer. They found that by adding 1,600 milligrams of DHA, it turned breast cancer from being resistant to chemo or radiation to become vulnerable, more vulnerable to the treatment, therefore extending survival rates. On average, omega-3 DHA added a year of life to women with advanced breast cancer. Wow, that's huge. Mm. Questions, call 651-641-1071. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, remember last year when you promised yourself you would lose weight before the holidays, but one thing led to another. You know, there was a new grandchild. There was a trip to New York, and you had company from out of town, and you really never got started. But it's not too late. You can start this coming week in a class. And we have three new classes starting. We have a class in Woodbury starting October 18th, one in Edina on October 19th, and one in Wayzata on October 20th. Now, this is 12 weeks, and it's one-hour classes, and it's great information, but also motivational to help you stay with it. Plus, we have two one-hour personal consultations with a nutritionist. So it's a total plan for you to help you lose some pounds. Uh, The good news, you really get results. So if you want more information, call 651-699-3438 or check our website, weightandwellness.com. And this is our Nutrition for Weight Loss class. Yes. And I would like to add something, Mm -hmm. Dar, because I've seen five uh, people for their first consultation. Mm -hmm. And every one of them has lost weight, anywhere from six to two pounds. Wow. Isn't that wonderful? And it's just like, it's just started. And Mm -hmm. right. And and they are they all are saying this is great. None of them are suffering. They're eating more food than they've ever eaten, mm-hmm. and they have people at work looking at their food, going, "Oh my gosh, that looks good." Making recipes from this wonderful cookbook because they also get a cookbook yes. with recipes, and at, most of the people are finding it very easy to do. When I sit down with them, we're just helping them. Some of them, we need to tweak that brain chemistry yep. so that they actually feel successful. Mm-hmm. They're losing weight. One of A couple of my people, they were losing weight, but again, didn't feel like they were doing it good enough, didn't feel like they'd lost enough weight. You know, I mean, two to three pounds in four weeks is fabulous. It is. Yep. And that's realistic. But again, we have all these unrealistic things that are, you know, advertised on mm-hmm. the front of magazines. Yep. 30 pounds in three days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you, lost, you just lost half your brain. <laughs> but the thing that I notice with the clients that I see for the, for the Nutrition for Weight Loss series is the change in their mood. They look different when They're they come in. They're so clear-eyed. They're happy. They feel confident that they can actually accomplish this 
Well, I think a lot of it, don't you think, Kate, because, you know, we're really giving them all the nutrients that they need, sufficient, sufficient fat, sufficient protein, yeah. and lots of car- vegetables. vegetables. And most, it's all most diet, you know, mm-hmm. most and diet more plants protein. Are, most yeah. weight loss plans are starvation ones. Let's face it. Yeah. And this really works. Yeah. It really works it, and they feel good. I mean, yeah. that's a double bonus, I think. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. um, way back when, it seems like way back when. <laughs> yes, in the beginning. Uh, but I want to talk about this bullying that we were talking about because that is so in the news. You know, it people isn't. are committing, uh, teenagers, beautiful young people committing suicide because they're being bullied. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's in the news. Everybody's talking about bullying, but I don't hear anybody talking about nutrition and brain chemistry in relation to bullying. So, you, you know, mm. no, we never hear that, you know. So when you, when, you know, when we look at kids and adults, and they're even talking about adults being bullies. There are some adults that are bullies. Mm-hmm. We got to kind of step back and feel sorry for them because we know they're lacking serotonin. Yes, There's they are. something off with their brain chemistry. And I believe all the therapy in the world can't increase serotonin unless you eat sufficient protein. And this has to go day after day after day until you build up a supply for stressful days. Um, you know, most people with any type of low mood or mental health problem, they really could benefit from an individual consultation or a nutrition class so that they really learn how to eat more protein. Yep. I, you know, I don't know, Kate, when you think about bullying, what, what would you think? What would be the first thing that you would say? Well, start your day with a couple of eggs. <laughs> <laughs> or a whey protein shake. Yeah. yeah. Get some protein in. You really need Change. that protein. And what they, they usually start their day with is a Coke or a Mountain Dew. Yep. And some chips. Yep. Or some chips or some, you know, cereal and skim milk or, mm-hmm. you know, and these cereals, they're, you know, they're candy. Yes. They're getting sweeter you know? and sweeter. And sweeter. Exactly. Exactly. So let's take some calls. Shannon, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Well, hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> you are sound bright and peppy. <laughs> um, uh, I was I was um uh, wondering about the previous um um the the topic you were talking about about the way way shake. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, I okay. What about those people who are allergic to or have lactose intolerance to the dairy products? Can those people uh, still? Um, um, uh, yes, most people can use the whey protein powder because it doesn't have lactose. It's just the protein. Oh, but you know, there's once in a while we have people that are even even sensitive to that protein. So then they do. Maybe have to do the egg white protein, but most people can do the whey protein. Oh, how how, how much do you recommend the person a day? Probably a scoop a day, and that usually is anywhere from seventeen to twenty milligram or twenty grams of protein. Oh, just one scoop a day. Yep. Wow. And one other question about eggs. <laughs> mm-hmm. The eggs. Um. What? Um. C- can you eat eggs? Couple eggs. A every day. day. Every, yes. Uh, every day. But if you're eating, um, you know, free-range organic eggs, the healthy eggs, right? no problem. Oh, so you don't have to worry about 
quote-unquote cholesterol really is uh, more of a problem with your liver and sugar, which is new new information, too. But that'll really be another is. show. That's or another, another show. Another day. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you so much. Okay. Yeah, Shannon, mm-hmm. thanks so much thanks. for calling. <laughs> thank you. Can we take another call, Doug? Sure. <laughs> Mary, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Hi. Hi. Um, I was just wondering now, a um, couple things. How much did you say omega-3 to take a day? They said, did you say six to 9,000? For some, someone that has bipolar disorder, oh. that's what they have found to for a treatment. And they found it to be just as effective as some of their medications that they take. Uh-huh. But for... I'm not bipolar, but I'm deep, deep, deep depression. Then I, mean, I would take 3,000. 3,000? Mm-hmm. Okay. So. All right, and then, like, uh, you know, you talk about eggs a lot, but I am so sick of eggs. Well, okay, use some <laughs> salmon. Eat some I'm salmon like, oh, or something. I eat eggs every single day for the rest of my life because I tried it once for six weeks and I was ready to just puke. Okay, well, you know, we... Well, we don't want you puking, for <laughs> heaven's sakes. You know, I think, hey, bring in some salmon for breakfast okay. or, you know, a chicken breast or some chicken sausage or turkey sausage or a small steak or... Oh, leftovers, yeah. leftovers mm-hmm. from mix the night before, or go to our website and get some of the recipes. I love, not, especially this time of year, uh-huh. having soup for breakfast. I was going to say, soup is the best. You've Chili. got everything's all combined there for you. Yes. Okay, and then and my third question was, when you talk about, like, it takes a while for the serotonin to build up and eating this way, how long do you think it might take? Or it depends on the person, I suppose, but... Mm-hmm. If you are range. very consistent in eating... Uh, animal protein five times a day, I think in three months you will look back and you will say, I am a different person. Really? And you need to make record of how bad you feel today. Mm-hmm. Start that and do it consistently. And then look back in three months and you'll be amazed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary, I would, uh, it sounds like you've been dealing th- with this for a while. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Mm-hmm. I would also recommend, because there are other things for you that I think we also need to add to that protein, like some good bacteria, uh, that will help you move forward faster. So I would recommend that you take our food and mood class Uh or come and see one of us for a consultation because we could help you move forward faster. Okay. Okay. Thanks for your call. That's great. And um, I don't know. I think, Wendy, maybe we better take a break. Do you yeah. have eyes in the back of your head? I do. <laughs> <laughs> we are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Many people ask us, what supplements should I take for low moods? Without a doubt, almost everyone, everyone in Minnesota, Wisconsin, and the northern states need four to 5,000 IUs of vitamin D. Starting now for the low winter months, because we don't get a lot of sun. We've all noticed how uh, quickly it's getting dark Ask your doctor for a vitamin D test. Find out your levels and always take a good quality vitamin D3 supplement. We'll be right back with Dishing Up Nutrition. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. Controlling depression, anxiety, and irrational thoughts with nutrition certainly works for many of our clients. And I love the title of a nice little book called Happiness is a Serious Problem. And we believe taking care of your brain is serious business. In our Nutrition for Weight Loss class, we teach people how to focus on their goals 
and their nutrition. And brain happiness takes the same focus. But with information and support, you can actually accomplish your goal of brain wellness. And I think that's amazing. It is amazing. People just don't even imagine that you can change your brain. You can. You can get smarter every week. Yeah. (laughs) Woohoo! We must be pretty doggone smart. (laughs) So when we are preparing for dishing up nutrition, we are always trying to bring your you current research and information that can not only apply but change your life. So today we want to look at some bad, 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 bad mood foods. (laughs) If you are grabbing a Coke or a candy bar, or a caramel latte, or a bag of chips, or a supersized muffin, you are grabbing bad mood foods. I think most people realize that sugar and processed carbohydrate foods are bad mood foods. Simply cut the sugar if you want to have good moods. But did you realize that products containing wheat, rye, oats, and barley are bad mood foods? Kate, You actually found an article called Beat Depression and Improve Your Mind by Avoiding Gluten when we were doing research for the show, didn't you? I sure did. And, you know, in this article, they quote Rodney Ford, who wrote The Gluten Syndrome. He had some interesting uh, findings. He found that the protein, that gluten that you were talking about, Wendy, that's in wheat and rye and barley, that means the beer and oats, it's one of the causes of depression, It can cause mood swings and irritability, anxiety, and even migraines, and I see that in clients a lot. Dr. Ford also found that gluten gluten can damage the brain and nerves of these gluten-sensitive people. It actually affects your nervous system. And you have to realize that every organ in your body has some form of brain-nerve control and connection. So gluten can cause symptoms that look different in different people. Some people, it might affect their mind, or some people get a rash or a skin problem. For some people, they feel it in their gut. They may feel bloated or have indigestion. It can show up in all different forms. Dr. Ford also says that a third of the population has a gluten sensitivity, which causes them to be sick, tired, and grumpy. And he's he's Uh not the only one saying a third. We're hearing that from all the experts, aren't they? 30% 30 of the population is gluten sensitive. So just, uh, you know, kind of that's kind of an interesting article. And I think uh, like if people are interested in that, how do they, how would they find that? You know, I think you can Google the title, Beat Depression and Improve Your Mind by Avoiding Gluten. You may also find it on um, www.extrahappiness.com. And we could all use some extra happiness, couldn't we? And this is, he is a medical doctor. Yep. I think he's a pediatrician, I believe, and I think a gastroenterology enterologist specializing, mm-hmm. a pediatrician specializing in that. But I also think that the thing that you both, I haven't seen it yet, I'm going to see it after the show, that you enjoyed about it was his video where he explained things so how everyone gluten, could understand. Yeah, how gluten really works in bodies of people who are gluten sensitive. It's a very graphic and fun uh, video. Take a look at it. That you're still laughing about. So. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> 
So gluten, for these sensitive people, sets up inflammation response in their brain. You know, just think, just kind of picture that. And it leads to anxiety, depression, irrational thoughts about your body image. And if if it's for a kid, it interferes with attention. And then they get labeled ADD, ADHD. And really, it might be just what they're putting in their mouth. And that's probably a piece of toast mm-hmm. or cereal. Or those lovely, um, uh, what are those? They're full of jelly and they have these... Um, why can't I think Pop of Pop Tarts? Pop Tarts. Yes. It's been a long Pop-tarts. time, has it? I, yeah, it's like I don't yeah, but, even live there anymore, but yeah, Pop Tarts. <laughs> Julia Ross, the author of Mood Cure, calls these the unhappy grains. Ooh, and yeah. we want happiness, yeah. don't we? And until you take these grains out of your diet, if you are gluten sensitive, I believe all the talk therapy. And all the antidepressants won't really help much. Think about this. Now, this is interesting, I think. Most alcohol drinks are made from grains. Well, grains like barley, rye, mm-hmm. all those things. Could there be a connection to addiction and gluten? And then think of this one. You know, the current alcohol relapse rate is about 90%. Go through treatment, about 90%. And some of these people relapse many, many times. Maybe nutrition needs to be part of even a major component of alcohol and chemical dependency treatment. Can I, tell, can I tell a story about sure. that that just popped into my head? Um, it was a couple years ago, but I had this beautiful girl. She was uh, 21 years old, and she had been drinking since she was 12. And she'd been in and out of treatment about six or seven times, and she couldn't stay off of the alcohol. Mm -hmm. And when I sat down with her, I explained the protein, uh, the gluten. We took her off that. She had a huge drop in her blood sugar, probably hypoglycemic. When when I explained this to her, Dar, she sat and cried. Mm. And we put her on the program and um, she did great. She had no cravings for alcohol whatsoever mm. when we got these things balanced it got her off the gluten mm. and it was absolutely amazing and i think it's wonderful that at 21 that she got that information i think it's sad that she suffered for nine years i agree oh yep yep so wendy do you think we should take a couple of calls we had a little bit of time okie dokie uh Char, you have a question for us yes <clears throat> Yes, I do. I, we were talking about the omega-3, and I went to check the dosage that I've been taking, and I looked at my containers, and I've been thinking I'm so frugal by buying larger quantities, but a couple of these are expired now. Are those? That's not good then, is no, it? No, it is not good. They uh, not When they expire, well. they are rancid, probably, okay. and that's detrimental to your brain. Okay. Well, it's only and, a couple of months, but I'll have to go get some. Maybe yep. it's good to buy smaller quantities. Yes, it is. You should use up your omega threes in good one qu- month and get good qualities. Yes. You know, go to like a health food store or you know come to our office. You know, one of the one of these things that uh, the some of the bigger retailers do, you know, the big places, what they do is they they go in and they buy up fish oil just before it becomes rancid from the manufacturers. Because they can buy it up cheaper. 
Exactly. And, and then, then they, they molecularly distill it yep. and, and heat they it cons- to high temperatures and just, yeah. And it's, then they can sell it good. cheaper, but then it goes rancid on you very quickly. Oh, my goodness. I, I'm glad I heard this today. Um, where is your Woodbury store? I guess I could look it up online, too, but... We uh, supplies there too? No, we actually don't have a Woodbury store. We have one in White Bear Lake and one in St. Paul. Oh, okay. We uh, we will have a Woodbury store coming Someday. up. Oh, okay, oh. coming up. The one in St. Paul is open today, though. Yes. Okay, and I can look that up to see where it is. Okay, well, thank you very much. That's thank you. Good. What about cinnamon capsules? Is that a good thing? I, You know, I think it is okay for some people, sure. I don't think it's it, a magic. No, it helps not balance like, your blood sugar, but mm-hmm. again, it's not It's not magic. It's not as magic as fish oil. Okay. Okay. So I will go get some good stuff or maybe order from you. I and even eat some sardines. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You do, you, do you eat sardines? Oh, yes, I do. Excellent. Good. Good. Open a can today. Yep. I will. You, I have you, a couple in my cupboard. You can, oh, okay, sure. You can call our office and they'll send it out to you. Sure. Okay. Thank okay, you very thank you. much for your help. Yep. I'm Okay. And I don't think we have time for uh, another call, but because um, we only have a half a minute. Okay. You know, so, so some things to take away. Obviously, if you want to build more serotonin and dopamine and good brain chemistry, you have to eat right. And we would say you have to eat protein, animal yes. protein. Yes, that's what we say, animal protein. Oh. Yep. And just Maybe. go on the website, weightandwellness.com, the protein shake, the serotonin sundae. They're fabulous recipes. And Kate's article. And Thank Kate's you. article. Don't oh, forget. Yeah. All right. <laughs>